This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology show. Your host, Meryl Vandermerva, loves using technology to streamline her life and to make lessons more engaging. She is a graduated homeschool mom and teaches homeschoolers at her local co-op classes and online at fundafundaacademy.com. Whether you are tech-challenged or someone who loves technology, this show is for you. And here's your host, Meryl Vandermerva. Hello. And welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology podcast. I'm your host, Meryl Vandermova, and today in episode 208, I'm going to suggest that you challenge your kids to code. So obviously you know that there was a time when not everyone could read. There was a time when not everyone could do math. There was a time when not everyone could write. But that time is no longer. Originally, when Writing and math and reading were first discovered. Obviously, you had to have the writing before the reading came. There were just a handful of people that knew how to do these things. And, and it would spread. Sometimes it was the administrators of a country. Sometimes it, it was in the monasteries. There were different places where uh, these skills were taught and where they were used. But the average person did not know how to, how to do them. And going to school, um, if there were schools, you weren't immediately taught to use all these things. But slowly, more and more people became educated and all of these things became essential for people to learn to get ahead in the world. It did not mean that everyone was going to be a mathematician. It did not mean everyone was going to be an author. It did not mean that um, people were going to spend all the day just reading. But quickly, everybody realized that all these skills were necessary for daily life. And obviously, uh, you know, people would start to put signs up in stores with amounts that things cost, you know, as uh, in, initially you would just be asking and people would tell you, but then also you needed to know how much do I pay the person? And so this became a skill that so that you weren't being cheated and just so that you could be learning new things, people were starting to to use all these. And if you didn't know how to do them, you were at a huge disadvantage. I want to suggest to you that now is the time when computer programming, coding, is starting to become more and more essential. And it's not just for those who are going to be programmers or perhaps engineers, but it is something that is becoming more and more part of our everyday life. And it is a skill your child needs to, to know. This week, December 5th to 11th, well, the week that's coming up, is Computer Science Education Week. Every year at the beginning of December, there is now a week designated as Education Week. And I've chosen every year to focus on the concept of why your child should learn to code and how you can get them started in an easy fashion. I just want to tell you some stories before I get into the how and the challenge. And uh, those of you who've been listening to this podcast for a long time will know the one story which I often tell about my oldest daughter. I made all my children learn to code. Uh, I was a programmer, and to me, it was just something they needed to do. I didn't expect them all to become programmers. And in fact, only uh, two of them, my boys did, my girls chose not to. But I just made them learn the basics. I didn't push them to keep going. They didn't have to do it every year, but they just needed to understand the concept of how coding worked and be able to write some simple programs. 
My oldest daughter, Rachel, who uh, is now has a PhD in um, media and communications, and she is a university lecturer. She also lectures for show sponsor Funder Funder Academy. She lectures in visual literacy, not in coding. However, when she was doing her master's, she sent me a screenshot, and it was very obviously code. And she said, look what I'm doing. Part of one of the classes that she was taking, she had to use a simple coding language to go through a database of films to find the statistics that she needed to write a paper on. And she said, I'm so glad I know you taught me how to code because I'm needing it. Who would have thought somebody doing those kind of communications, those kind of skills, you expect them to be able to read and write. You do not expect them to need to know to code, but she did. And now, more recently, my youngest has just started her first job, and she's working for a recruiting company. I think it was the first day on the job when she texts and she said, I'm needing to use Boolean uh, logic to access the correct records on the database. She said, that's what we're learning today. And she's like, it's so easy. Now, if you've learned to code, yes, Boolean logic is easy, and it's not any high-level programming, but it just meant that starting a new job where everything was different, she didn't have to try to wrap her head around a new concept. She knew what she was supposed to be doing. And so I suggest to you that your child is going to possibly, probably, most likely, needs to understand a bit of coding at some point during the university career, uh, university um, time, and then during their career. And you know, when you are a, if your child is at a public school or a private school, you are limited by what those schools teach. As a homeschooler, you are not. You can choose whichever electives, whatever you want to teach your child. And so I would suggest that you think seriously of uh, including coding in your curriculum and as soon as possible. There is no magic age to start, but it's like everything else. The earlier you start, the easier it is for most children. And, you know, I'm not suggesting that you teach your six-year-old to be writing major programs. Of course not. Just the same way as you don't give your six-year-old a Charles Dickens book to read. No, you're going to give them, you know, something really easy and fun with lots of pictures. And it's the same. There is the equivalent in coding for kids. There are lots of apps, etc., out there this coming week this computer science education week is also the week where the hour of code gets a lot of publicity it was started a couple of years ago um, by some gentlemen who were trying to show people that everybody could spend an hour coding and just to sort of understand what programming is because as you're listening to this some of you may know how to program some of you have an idea some of you this might just sound like some big scary world out there and so i would suggest do the hour of code this year now if you're too busy in december to do it the good news is that this particular website, um, and I'm going to put it in the show note links, the show notes you can show notes you can find at homeschooling with technology. It's hourofcode.com, and then you just click on sort of to go through into the learn section. Now I'm going to take you into the actual uh, website. They update it every year, and they really have made it so that there is something for everyone, and I really mean it. The first thing is at the top, you will see, and I'm on the website now having a look at it, but I really hope you go and take a look yourself. You first of all, 
you can filter by so many different things because you will see there are many, many options. Right at the top, you can choose between pre-reader, grades two to five, six to eight, and nine plus. So you can make sure it is age appropriate. If your child has learning disabilities, <clears throat> if they're slow to a certain thing, you can choose to do it at, a, at an easier grade. Then you can see that you can do a search, but that's probably not going to help you. It's um, You can then choose by created by. And if you look in that list, many of these you're not going to know. However, if you have a child, for instance, who loves Minecraft, Minecraft is one of the crowds that actually produce um, some of these uh, exercises that you can do in an hour and just you know exposes your child to it. There is Codable, which is an app. There is Khan Academy, which obviously you would have heard of as well. And so there are many, many different ones. Um, I think I just scrolled past NASA. Don't have my glasses on and my eyes on. So good. Yes, NASA has now created some of these. So you can just scroll through and think, oh, I've heard of them. Walt Disney Company. Do you have a Disney fan? Texas Instruments, I'm guessing that's going to be for the older children. And you can see it's really there is something for everyone. Then you get the next section that you choose from is classroom technology. And here you can choose between computers, Android, iPad slash iPhone, robotics, poor or no internet, and no computers or devices. So that's a lot of different options. So no matter you know, if you don't have... Um, one of those items, you know, at least you'll be able to use the no computers or devices because although we think of programming and we always think of it related to a computer, a lot of the logic that goes behind programming, you can actually simulate and you can play around with just on paper. In fact, I have a whole episode um, on offline activities that you can, I'll link that to that in the uh, show notes as well. And here as well, you can find perfect op you know, op um, opportunities for no, ma no matter what you have. Then you've got topics. So if you want a specific topic, they've got science, math, social studies, language arts, art media and music so, so for instance if you've got a child who's not interested in the typical things but they absolutely love art or they love music then you could pick one of those because then it's going to relate to something that they like and that's the trick find something that's going to actually captivate your child then you've got the length um one hour an hour with follow-on or a few hours and finally at the bottom i'm going to say um, you've also got language and they say blocks typing and other. I'm not too sure what they mean by other, but blocks is the easiest for someone that has never coded before. It's drag and drop. It's literally like kind of putting a puzzle together, but you're choosing the order. So you've got all the different pieces and you just have to figure out which ones to use. And these little um, uh, hour-long tutorials that your child will be doing, they won't just have to like code from scratch. You will get something and they'll be then told, change this to make it walk further or make them go backwards. or And it will really walk them through it. And the blocks is going to be really easy. Um, typing would mean they're actually going to have to type the commands in. And so you don't want to give those options to a child who you know isn't familiar with typing and is going to get frustrated. But on the other hand, if you've got a 10th grader who will think a lot of the stuff is really babyish, you want to go the typing, let them have something older. It's also the good thing is also that you, you know, um, if you're going for typing, if your child has done some of these easier ones, then you can do something more uh more challenging. Also at the top next to the grade level, you will see you could just toggle beginner and comfortable. You can choose between those. So again, if your child has done this in previous years and you think they can now ramp it up a bit, try and move on to comfortable. 
Then just to look at all the different options you can get. They really do um, make ones that will work for all different interests. Do you have a Black Panther lover? Wakanda forever. I said that one right. There it is. You can go and long live Wakanda. That's one option. Then there is, um, there are also my Google logos. That looks kind of interesting. I'm just literally looking at the front page with no filters on at all. There are, there's a maps one. There's a NASA space jam one. There's code monkey. Um, there are just so many, so many different options and you can just scroll through and have a look, or you can use these filters. There's also these artificial intelligence ones. There's AI for oceans. If you have a daughter, science girls code quest, that might really appeal to her. Really, I can't imagine that you won't find something that will spark your child's interest. So once you've done that, you know, then you can, you have to then figure out the challenge to it. How are you going to get your child to do it? Now, if they're young enough, you can just add it into your curriculum and say, we're going to be doing it. You could do more than one of them. You could you could try one each day. You can add this as a permanent thing to curriculum. Maybe every Friday you do a different one because there is enough that this could last you for a full year. And it's all free. So it's such an easy way of doing it. You could also offer a reward, you know, for every one hour that you you finish, come and show me and um, I'll give you so many points and you get enough points, I'll take you out for an ice cream, whatever you want. Another thing to do is to say to them, okay, let's learn together. If you don't know how to code, maybe you code with your child and you encourage them to sit with you and you do it. You could do it together if they are, um, or you both do it separately and you see you know, who gets stuck and you help each other. A really fun for your child to see you learning something new. And if you say, I don't know how to code, I'm going to give it a shot. Then it makes it for them. They can see you don't just try things that you know, but you're prepared to try and learn something new and different. Now, just for the rest of this year, I'm going to also offer you a special deal. So it's not free, but Funder Fund Academy, the show sponsor, does have computer programming classes, which I teach. I was a programmer. So I teach both in Scratch, and you'll be able to find some of those free, you'll find free tutorials on Hour of Code. And I also teach Python, which is better for older kids. And that's one that's just typing. It's not a drag and drop. And if you use code HWT15, HWT for homeschooling with technology, HWT15, you can get $15 off either our five-week ones. There's like a beginner, an intermediate, and a, an advanced for both of those. And the link will be in the show notes too. Um, or you can actually do a full semester one if you're sure that your child is going to be ready to take um, you know, 16 weeks. They're the same. I just divided into smaller chunks. If, so that you don't waste money on an entire semester if you're not sure your child will keep doing it. Um, so you can choose. And, and the, the five-week ones, those are self-paced. So you can start them and end them wherever you want, whereas um, the full semester ones do have weekly deadlines. So um, once they, you know, just to say, because once they've got into it, they decide, I really would like to learn more. There are many different options to learn free. All you've got to do is say free online coding and middle school or free online coding, whatever. There are apps, there is online um, coding classes. And by the way, my classes start from like fifth grade and up. So especially if you have younger ones, just Google and you'll find so many options or the ones that are in Hour of Code. Normally they have an app or a website and many of those are free too. So you can start with that. 
However, when you want your child to really learn properly and to be sure that they're ready, particularly if you think they might want to go into engineering or they may want to become a computer programmer, there are still many ways you can learn online free. But the first time around, it's sometimes hard because they get stuck and there's no one to help you when it's free. We do. We help you, whether it's a self-paced or whether you're doing the semester one. There are teaching assistants in the classes. I'm around. If your child can't get something to work, they just send it and we will put them on the right track. Once they have done that and they actually know how to use basic coding, particularly once they finish Python, then that's the time when they can go ahead and just teach themselves the rest of the skills. And there's forums and they can go and ask questions and there's plenty of opportunities. But I strongly suggest when you're actually getting to grips with it for the first time, which is why I created the classes, that it's helpful to have someone to walk alongside you. So just to finish up again, you can probably see that it is important and it's necessary for your child to learn to code, even if this is not going to be a huge part of their career. There are so many skills that it teaches your child, even beyond the actual ability to code. It just teaches children to problem solve and to use logic. And companies are looking for this. They often are, will give a person who has coding experience priority over someone who doesn't, even if it's not going to be a major part of their job and they could learn it on their job because they know that a person that can code has these skills which are value, very valuable in any job. You know, and as I said at the beginning, as a homeschooler, you don't have to wait for your school to introduce this. You can take the so-called bull by the horns and get going yourself. Do not be scared. Do not think, I do not know how to do it. Learn with your child. I promise you, it is not hard. Uh, you are not too old to learn. Your child is not too young to learn. So I hope this has inspired you and that you will go ahead, challenge your kids to code, and maybe start yourself if you haven't already. Hope you enjoyed listening to this episode. Thank you for being here. Uh, leave us a rating and review and share it with a friend who you think might find it useful. And I will see you again, same time, same place next week. Thanks for tuning in to Homeschooling with Technology with Meryl Vandermerva. Visit her at fundafundaacademy.com and homeschoolingwithtechnology.com. Homeschooling with Technology is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.